Part 1. In these gifts, the shapes of adoration. Chapter 1. There will be peace. The words were carved deep across the lintel stones facing, in the ancient language of the Azathani. The cuts looked raw, untouched by wind or rain, and because of this, they might have seemed as youthful and as innocent as the sentiment itself. A witness lacking literacy would see only the violence of the mason's hand. But surely it is fair to say that the ignorant are not capable of irony. Yet like the househound who by scent alone will know a guest's true nature, the uncomprehending witness surrenders nothing when it comes to subtle truths. Accordingly, the savage wounding of the lintel stone's basalt face remained imposing and significant to the unversed, even as the freshness of the carved words gave pause to those who understood them. There will be peace. Conviction is a fist of stone at the heart of all things. Its form is shaped by sure hands, the detritus quickly swept from view. It is built to withstand built to defy challenge, and when cornered, it fights without honour. There is nothing more terrible than conviction. It was generally held that no one of Azathani blood could be found within Draken's hold. Indeed, few of those weary-eyed creatures from beyond Bareth's solitude ever visited the city-state of Curled Galane except as stonecutters and builders of edifices, summoned to some task or venture. But the Hold's Lord was not a man to welcome questions in matters of personal inclination. If by an Azathani hand ambivalent words were carved above the threshold to the Hold's great house, as if to announce a new age with either a promise or a threat, that was solely the business of Lord Draconis. Consort to Mother Dark. In any case, it was not often of late that the hold was home to its lord, now that he stood at her side in the citadel of Carcanus, making his sudden return after a night's hard ride both disquieting and the source of whispered rumours. The thunder of horse hoofs approached through the faint light of the sun's rise, a light ever muted by the hold's nearness to the heart of Mother Dark's power and that sound grew until it rumbled through the arched gateway and pounded into the courtyard, scattering red clay from the road beyond. Neck arched by the reins, held tight in his master's gloved hands, the warhorse Calarus drew up, breath billowing, lather streaming down its sleek black neck and chest. The sight gave the onrushing grooms pause. The huge man commanding this formidable beast then dismounted, abandoning the reins to dangle, and strode, without comment, into the great house. Household servants scrambled like hens from his path. There was no hint of emotion upon the lord's face, but this was a detail well known and not unexpected. Draconus gave nothing away, and perhaps it was the mystery in those so dark eyes that had ever been the source of his power. His likeness, brushed by the brilliant artist Cataspala of House Ennis, 
now commanded pride of place in the Citadel's Hall of Portraits. And it was indeed a hand of genius that had managed to capture the unknowable in Draconis's visage. The hint of something beyond the perfection of his ticed features. A deepening behind the proof of his pure blood. It was the image of a man who was king in all but name.